Digimon Adventure Tri Period Part 5 colon Coexistence released May 10th, 2018. The sixth Digimon movie in our Digimon Digithon. I'm Dylan Vento. I'm Nick Nundall. And I am the bumper sticker that says Coexist, Joe Wetmore. Oh. <laughs> and this is Attract Mode. Um, another Digimon movie. <laughs> <laughs> wow! That, that wow! Theme, the energy. Theme. Let's just oh. close this here. The shortest podcast yet. Yeah, and That's scene. so accurate. Oh uh, my gosh! B- but yeah, this, we've been talking a little bit off recording about how each one of us was hoping somebody else would like drive the lead on this episode and know. Yeah the right sequence of events and the right things to talk about and we could just go like yeah yeah that i remember that Mm -hmm. because holy crap this movie is just filled with inconsequence (laughs) like a a storytelling mexican standoff is what we had yeah (laughs) like please someone and to be fair there are some like really big moments in the story here so like it's not like the whole movie is itself in the continuity of digimon movies it a lot of stuff happens that is big but but it just feels like it's it's overly dense with little things as well and meaningless scenes that it's just kind of i don't know i get lost in well Mm. and Mm -hmm. i i think it's because this ending is definitely like like this is reaching the climax of this movie series Mm -hmm. i feel like they wanted this to be the movie where there were small moments with the characters before things gets heavy but stuff gets heavy right at the end yeah, but the thing is, is that I just don't care about these characters still. So, yeah, and that makes it. It's, it's not just the characters; it's also the plot. I don't care about the plot. It's so. It has been set up the plot. It's just yes. been set up in such a yeah. clunky way throughout. But for all the setup of the plot, it's not an interesting plot. It's no. just another well, take over the world, end of the world plot doesn't really have that much motivation behind the villain yet because we don't really understand king yggdrasil or whatever it is right those are the things that i have issue with is that for all of the setup quote unquote they do they've been telling us this plot is coming for this long i don't know anything about the motivations of the other side i right. we haven't seen king uh drazel yeah and like i want to know the mythology of those beings and how they've come about and and things like that. If I'm going to get a ton of setup, you either, either don't waste the time on the setup and you jump to the action or you give me the setup in a rich way. And I think this misses both of those things as, as a series of movies. Yeah. So. It, it, it's, there's so many false starts within these five movies that we've watched so far. And like, if you're going to do a, a, series of sorts like i mean I, like it's all going to culminate into an overarching like a major arc which is what they're doing now with like the confrontation with the big bad but like none mm-hmm. of the minor arcs were very satisfying like the i mean or- I, I guess <laughs> i guess i got a kick out of like the weird hooters 
this subplot, but like there's, like there's nothing there. It's like man too though. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But it, there's there's nothing there. It's like ah, I I better understand these characters now, or it's like oh, I'm more attached to these characters because yeah. the characters are so one dimensional. It feels like they had the writer who wrote all the Digimon filler episodes and had him write a main arc. <laughs> Here's your time to shine, Barry. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, Barry's time. <laughs> I'm gonna write the best Digimon movie ever. And then they told a ghost story, and they got some snacks. <laughs> Agumon's hungry all the time. I think that's a pretty good. That's a pretty good piece of writing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I'd forgotten about the ghost stories. There's that whole entire thing. Let's. Uh, all right. Let's I get... know we're jumping ahead. Yeah. But since we've mentioned the ghost story and and referenced it twice, it, we don't even get the ghost story. Like they want you to experience this moment of bonding between these characters. But they cut off the end of the ghost story because no one knows how to write a story in this film. Like the people making this film were like, okay, we need this bonding moment, but but we don't know how to end it. Well, what if we just cut and move on to a different scene? <laughs> like it's it's so unsatisfying all around. Should we get into it? Should we start at the beginning Let's as best start we at the can? Beginning. All right. So we begin with a flashback to the end of the last movie so in case you know uh, uh diligent listeners might have recalled that at the end of the last movie janai or dark janai was threatening to kill mako to get Meku makuman to digivolve into her like deadly i don't know antichrist form whatever like the <laughs> the, 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 li- the libra the end of all things um and he succeeds in doing that, and now uh, uh, Mekuman has, I guess, realized or semi-realized her true potential and is now going to run amok. And so that is where we start at the beginning of this. Um, wait, well, th- well, they do that. They do a f- that flashback to the end of the last movie, and then they do a flashback to 1999 <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> of, like, Meku- Mako and Mekuman as, you know, Mako is younger, Mekuman ostensibly the same age because it doesn't seem like digimon age um uh and they are like uh meku uh has has lost mekuman and is trying to find her like in some woods and then she discovers mekuman like underneath a bush a, a bush somewhere um and uh mako is like oh why'd you get away and picks her up and starts walking away and then in her trail left behind is like a bunch of like bloody feathers and shit and like some gore and viscera i guess implying that yeah she murdered some some <laughs> birds while she was trapped or while she was uh separated um but then we go back to the present and so it's mekuman in her deadly uh furry form and uh she's just kind of like running amok and I guess does she she like teleports out? That's all she No, no, she attacks Mako. Yes. She attacks Mako. At which point and, Ty leaps in and pulls her away. Right. Uh which is the start of a thread that they start building. Yeah, it becomes a weird theme throughout this that I don't know if they're trying to build a Ty Mako romance or just a right. uh a heroic characteristic. I don't know. I'm not sure what they're, the deal they're is. They're shipping their characters within the actual like non-fan fi- like the like canonical fiction. They're just like <laughs> what if these two characters liked each other and it's yeah. like oh, I guess, but there's no real like 
No charisma, uh, no the chemistry. Yeah. The but there's not even a hint of that previously. So right. it's like okay, like let's just introduce this in the you know penultimate hour of this tri series. Why not? Yes, yeah. It um, is. It is the OTP. So they've got that going for them. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> OTP. Right. One true pairing. It's oh, a very. It's okay. a. It's a like an anime message board type uh, expression. Uh, yeah. That wasn't okay. a good joke, so I'm glad Dylan didn't know because it makes it interesting <laughs> to talk about now. That's a. That's a reference. That's a callback to our OTP. last episode. Uh, I googled OTP and I was like, one time password. What? Yeah. What's the relevance yeah. here? They are the one time password. <laughs> you only <laughs> use tie and Mako one time, and then you have to move on. My 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 one password master password is going to be tie and Mako forever. Yeah. <laughs> time make otp uh, <laughs> uh okay so ty saves mako um the uh, janai says something oh janai says Mekumon should have never been born which yeah which, i mean they do answer to that i guess but it's a weird thing to say especially since you're weaponizing her i was like shouldn't she be happy that <laughs> yeah this 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 weaponized digimon's around um and then that's when so like when Mekumon is about to attack mako make mako doesn't move she just kind of like accepts it she's like kill me i don't care she's like pretty fatalist at this point mm-hmm. um and then that's when tai saves her and then they uh uh, uh Mekumon like digitizes all the other wild digimon in the world so you just see like a bunch of like weird ass digimon designs that we've never seen before there's like mm-hmm. a weird like well i'm sure if we watch the tank tv show or something yeah sure but just seeing these digimon here makes me not want to see them in any <laughs> other context <laughs> because there's like a tree trunk like like haunted tree trunk kind of thing and then there's the the, well, the I mean, you've just described a pokemon too though there is a literal yeah. haunted tree yes. trunk yes yeah. trevenant well sudowoodo yes but trevenant is also yeah. like literally a ghost grass type um but no, the fucking Minotaur thing or Centaur thing that's like on a tank. <laughs> Did you guys see that at all? Did like, you notice that? It's, it was, it's been I, purged it was really from my There were so many. I, I don't necessarily, yeah, recall them all. It was this I, I did learn thing. an interesting thing from Jewel, our friend on, on our Discord server, who is like uh, super in, the only person I've ever met who is into Digimon. <laughs> the, uh, the OTDF, the one time Digimon fan. Right uh not only uh, did she is she excited that we're covering this series but she started rewatching the movies too to experience them again and posted this morning that she uh had a good cry that she really needed over digimon oh. try three um but she was telling me something that i'm not sure if it's all of them or just like the vast majority of them but almost all if not all of the digimon designs were made at the like the first wave of these Digimon toys. So it's not mm. like Pokemon where they keep on adding weird designs. It's they, like one and done. They're like Yeah, set. they did like one big set and and created them all and the cartoons have just been like catching up all of these years to add them in, which is pretty wild and I wonder how much context actually in little moments like that is from the show or is just like, "Hey, remember that one from the toy?" Like it's you know like it's an interesting yeah. thing. It's it's wild to think somebody was like that invested from the beginning of Digimon to create their like five hundred designs or something, but not invested enough to give them good names. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, you know the thing is the problem with the variety is at a certain point they go from like you know 
blob to like wolf dog to like okay now throw some jeans and spikes on him and give him some human nipples and <laughs> you know that's the majority of like the yeah big, that's the progression the big power-ups it you is know? it absolutely is yeah give him some metal give him some give him like a studded bracelet call it a day uh maybe a wallet chain all right but so, they do get a dope uh, voice upgrade when they become gruff and cool or they become angelic and scary <laughs> uh so then we get a cut to himi there, there's a cut in between these but i didn't write it down so i'm gonna ignore whatever happened but so there's a cut to himi who is like wandering like purgatory <laughs> Yeah, I could like, like lost the thread on like where she's in the digital world, but she is in the digital world. She's still chasing her Digimon Tapiermon. Yeah, but how come her digital world is so much cooler than the rest of the movie? Right? Cause, yeah, because she's like in yeah. hell. She is like yeah. banished to like this this Stygian plane where she is like being punished for all of her sins. Yeah, right. Uh, but I she wish, is like, she, I wish she were the character we're following more. To be completely honest, right. she has more character at this point in the in the in the game than any of the other ones do yeah i i absolutely uh, agree like it's so weird to get these small glimpses and also the only way we know that those stories are happening is obviously well obviously through the cuts to it but uh nishijima has like moments where he's like feeling something in the force you know like uh, he's like he's like somehow right. aware mm-hmm. of himi's struggle without seeing it without having any evidence of it no connection back to it just like oh i feel something uh, and it's like this isn't impacting this story why is it in this movie or why not tie it in in some way and you know mm-hmm. the, set it up and like sell it yeah good tie in here yeah we'll, tie, we'll make this better tie well maybe <laughs> we'll see i guess um, uh but she's just walking around she's like in this like black ocean that's mm-hmm. only like shin high yeah, and she's just kind of like walking I don't know if you around can call it an ocean at that point but <laughs> that is what they call it apparently well, i mean does the, the ocean define depth like is, is the status of an ocean i think the ocean I is will just Google area this. size right perhaps um like if all the oceans in on the planet were only two feet deep i think they'd still be oceans yeah i i don't know the answer uh and it well, why not, Nick? Well, uh, <laughs> Expert oceanographer, <laughs> Nick Nundahl. Yeah. Um, but she's walking around and she has like uh uh she has like an assault rifle with her. <laughs> and she's just kind of she, like talking she's to got herself. A, I know she's got a pistol at one point. Maybe well, I missed this the scene, assault rifle. She de- yeah. she definitely has a giant like assault weapon. Wow. Um and she is just kind of like muttering to herself and being like, when I finally get tape your mind, we could finally be together and, and we will be the best. Um, yeah. So she's she's pretty much unraveling at this point, um, which raises so many questions for me outside. Like who she was a Digidestin before Digidestin were a thing or at the same time, but completely separated. And why think- so much older than the other Digidestin? I think she's like Gen Zero Digidestined. If Ty yeah. and Gang are Gen One, she's 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 proto Digidestined. That's weird. <laughs> like that they haven't they haven't explained that more. They just kind of hint at it. They're and like th- it's a thing. There are yeah, there are things that are interesting about that though. And like Joe said, I wish we were following it more to learn more about it. But we definitely aren't, and we won't. <laughs> Not in this movie. Yeah, that's for sure. Um, yeah, you know, just to just to educate 
there's Give me some no water facts. minimum depth required for an ocean. It's just breadth of content. Wow. Mm-hmm. Put that in your wave and surf it, Nick. Whoa. If you got on that planet from Interstellar, that's like all knee-high water. Uh, yeah, uh-huh. that would be an ocean. Yeah. My yes, a planet everyone wants to be on, given the the events in Interstellar. <laughs> it's a cool movie. Can we can we talk about that movie? <laughs> <laughs> no, let's talk about Tenet. Let's talk about Tenet instead. I've not seen either of these movies, and I'd still rather talk about them. <laughs> Oh, you should definitely see Interstellar. Um, so we get a cut back to Earth uh, in the public. Finally, finally, finally acknowledges Digimon and like by name. They finally yeah. do it. They finally say it's Digimon, y'all. These here, there be <laughs> and, Digimon. And then they start singing a song. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Digital monsters. Uh, yeah. So they they're scared because not only does Mekumon, but a bunch of other Digimon come out uh, from the digital world and start attacking. And then, are we jumping ahead to the scene where the kids come out, or is that what you're? Um, what part are What part are you trying to do here? I mean, they're they're going through the newsreel and stuff. They're showing they're showing like okay. the cover. So like uh, portals are opening all over the world. Digimon are coming through. Um, I think uh, that's later on. I'll talk about that later. Uh, there is a a brief cut to Ty's mom watching the news which thank mm-hmm. god my favorite character makes an appearance any digimon movie without ty's mom is no digimon movie for dylan that's that's for sure that's damn sure uh and she's like tearily she's like dabbing away like tears while she's watching the news report on the digimon and she's like i hope my children okay yeah i'll i'll, I'll cook them a homemade meal when they come back and i'm like yes yes if the next movie doesn't end with like, with a, like a big meal celebration in yeah a big meal like you know, like a, a a return of the king-esque like everyone hopping in the frodo's bed happily but they're all eating potato juice or whatever that's <laughs> what i need yeah um i she they show her a meal at some point in this movie and it is d- disappointingly mundane yeah it's like it tempura like, or something. yeah exactly like what, what are they doing how do they lost the 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 one defining characteristic of this character which is interesting because also in the flashback they're also eating tempura with mako so i someone some animator really likes tempura yeah this. i just figured out how to draw it <laughs> <laughs> i need, I need really to get like my it. i need i need to get my fried breading down yeah um all right, try to talk to me. Where are we? What's okay. happening that's important? So, 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 okay. So now we have Mako's, Mako's dad and Nishijima are meeting up. Okay. And they're talking and they're saying a bunch of bullshit. Um, <laughs> <laughs> there, there, is this where we reveal that, like, doesn't the Hackmon whole deal, show up there? He does. He does. Yeah. Hackmon is, Hackmon comes. He, he, Batman, he, like, just appears <laughs> like Batman. But the big one's, like, like oh. standing on a TV. Just yeah. like just like <laughs> Batman just crouching on, on the this whole TV. time, he, he is perched on it, and then also his cape because he wears like this weird. He kind of reminds me if you ever played like the two the two thousand eight Prince of Persia game, like the rebooted one, like the semi reboot. Yeah, the bad and one. The the, pr- the prince. I like that one, but the prince in that one has like a big billowing like scarf, kind of like mm. in Journey. It's like this big billowing like like ratted cape that's all like yeah. with holes in it, and that's what Hackmon where yeah, is this like fucking tattered. metal wolf yeah and it just it's billowing it's like billowing as if he's like standing at the top of a building but he's inside like this boardroom well you say it's, it's billowing it's very static 
Oh, it, it's it's no, it's static in one shot. It's static in like it's like a single frame of the billow, and then in another shot, like, yeah. like cut away from really cut back. It's then like doing the whole frame right. of animation. There was just where well, it's and I think the idea of when it's static, it's supposed to be billowing, but they just hang on that frame. Right. It's so long, and there's a lot yeah. of like I know it's there was a lot to animate in this movie, but they do use the freeze frame trick a lot yeah. in this. Oh, so mm-hmm. much. I don't really remember a particular one. There's just there's so many of them. It's throughout the series, really. But most is like really, really aggressive in this movie. It's mostly when all the Digidestin are in a single shot and they have to show action and they'll <laughs> yeah. like pan across them. Like it's like, oh, we're all going to do the action together, but we got to be freeze framed. It's because- just like another practical reason to like not have that many characters. Yeah. It was yeah. a bad idea. They should have killed off these Digidestins three movies ago. Um, but. Uh, <laughs> So I just gotta I gotta highlight this 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 exchange. So like so so Mako's dad, who is like a Digimon researcher, because apparently that's a thing, uh, explains that mm-hmm. Mekumon gets violent when Mako isn't around. Like mm-hmm. like she has like uh, you know her Digimon keeper. Like if she's not around, she just she gets ornery and then eventually like goes berserk. Um, At which point Hackmon's and- like, yeah, no shit, I could have told you that. Right, and then the, the Mako's dad tells that to Nishijima, and Nishijima says this. He goes, "Doctor, if what you're saying is true, then Mekumon isn't even a Digimon." Yeah, like, and, and then her dad just goes, "No, she's still a Digimon." Like, you yeah, she dumb definitely fuck. is. Like, yeah, like you so dumb the, piece of shit. The the takeaway from this moment is supposed to be, and I don't know if it's mistranslation or or what that makes it so hard to like piece it together, but is that there was. A Digimon called Apocalyptomon, I think. I think it's Apocalymon. Apocalymon. And a piece of that became Mekumon. Right. Uh, and and that's when the response should be. So it's not even a real Digimon. It's like a piece of one or something. Yeah, or, okay. Or like uh-huh. we've manufactured it or something like that. But mm-hmm. instead it's in response to like the wrong statement and then gets immediately countered with, no, you're an idiot. <laughs> but that but that's literally Nishijima's whole character. She just states the obvious and then some other character has to be like shut the fuck up like stop it's so weird the stop being an idiot the issue with all of their exposition is that it it has no emotional heft all this stuff they're setting mm. up like the mythology for the plot and everything it just doesn't mean much because like with mako it's like mako and mako mon are such an uninformed relationship in terms of like they are connected but only because we've been told they're connected before they got taken yeah. away and because one of them is really shy and the other one is a cuddly cat. I don't care about Mekomon and I don't care about no. the end of this world. It, it's such a misstep to invo- invoke like your key most important character coming in uh, in like the final series, right? Like if you were a fan of the series, it would be so much better to have that like it turns out one of your main characters was, you know, secret had a secret bad, side the whole a big time. Old, a big old badness. Yeah, it's weird. It's it's so strange to introduce that character and then also not like really develop that character. They've given her one trait, which is that she has a hard time expressing herself and gets overwhelmed. Maybe two, she has that hard time expressing herself and loves her cat. <laughs> like those are the only things we really know about mm-hmm. Mako. Her uh, cat. And her Digicat, yeah. So it, it's hard to care about them, and they're the whole anchor for this new movie series. 
it also feels like oftentimes when Mako expresses sadness, it's expressing the same sadness we've seen again and again. Mm-hmm. It's yes. her it's her hopelessness and her and her fear of failing Makomon and all this stuff. You're just saying the same thing again and again, and you're not changing anything from sadness to sadness. It makes it very her arc, it just doesn't feel real. So we yeah. see that multiple times in this movie, starting with her willing to just like let Makumon kill her at the beginning, um, before Ty saves her. And then, you know, that echoes later. Um, but we also have her her just like maybe I'm the one who's wrong speeches recur multiple times through the movie. I feel like I want to just talk about this out of sequence because maybe it would be easier to just follow a thread with her. Um sure. They they end up getting back out of the the digital world because uh at the, the, the Digidestin and their Digimon get out because Dark Jedi opens a portal that like drops them out. And why that happens, I, I don't understand. Like why he would want that, I, I don't get, but he sends them back. And when they do come back, they are in a park where some people see like, hey, they've got Digimon. And with everything going on in the world with Mekumon attacking things, uh, everybody freaks out and police start chasing them. And they're like, you kids got to get back here with your Digimon. Uh, the thing that I don't understand is like, how does the world not know who the Digidestined are at this point? They have saved bad, bad major. <laughs> they have saved major Japanese cities multiple times. They've no doubt been on the news on like when some of those helicopter cameras. Yeah. 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 But in a negative light. Right. Because, well, totally, totally they fine. down that helicopter. Yeah, totally fine if they are known as a negative thing. These people act like they don't know who these kids are at all. Um, and it's just like, oh, Nick, Digimon, get them. Why have... Expectations of... <laughs> yeah. Why Why have consistency in, in plot? Why yeah. have... Why have something... You know, that movie that you're referencing, that movie's done. It's over. It's in the past. It's dead. It's yeah. like... We're in the new movie now. We're in coexistence. We don't. We let, let us coexist with only the things that happen in this movie. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and nothing else. Don't coexist with other movies in your own franchise. Exactly. Exactly. Um, so the reason I say that is because uh, this this whole scene fits what I'm saying about things being inconsequential. The Digimon jump into a computer to hide. The kids get taken by the police, only to have Nishijima show up and free them. Like. There, I guess you could argue that it's like to converge their plot with Nishijima, but it it doesn't feel meaningful in a grand sense. We don't see like the horrors of humanity who are afraid of Digimon. We don't. Uh, we don't see that all cops are in fact bastards, right? We don't get any like story out of this other than yeah, that's the point A. This is the point B, and Nishijima's point C. Um, so they get back with Nishijima. They have some time together. They bond as characters. And Mekumon is, or Meku, I'm sorry, is outside crying again about how she's uh, probably the real problem and everything would be better if she were dead. (laughs) For reasons I will never understand, Ty goes out to talk to her and she breaks into a southern accent. And this is the most important scene of the film for me. <laughs> I was I was wondering if I was crazy during this. Yeah. I chose not to go back because I was watching yes. it during work. So it made me feel crazy too. <laughs> the first time it happened, well, it's because because they set it up a little bit beforehand because they referenced that 
she grew because before she moved in the first movie or whatever, they referenced that she grew up in the in the south. I think they say the south, or they say the southern region or something, which they mean southern Japan. And I don't know where Kanto is, the Kanto region they're in right now. I don't know where that is relative to the rest of Japan. Yeah. Um, but I mean, I assume there's. Yeah, it looks like Kanto's like southeast. Um, I mean, it's where Tokyo is. It looks like. Uh, um, but they. <laughs> Yeah, I'm like okay, the South. Like I don't like I don't know like regional distinguishes um, between regions of Japan. But like if you tell me she's in the South, and then maybe she has something, some character trait that distinguishes her from being from the South mm-hmm. of Japan. Okay, and then yeah, no, she just lapses into her I guess default U.S. Southern American accent. She says something like, "You're a real peach, <laughs> ain't you? Just a peach." Uh, and, and and Ty's like, huh? What's with the accent? And she's like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> like, she's she's like, that's what we say. That's when we say you're you're a good person down there. Yeah, y'all. <laughs> it's just like there's no point to it. Someone must have thought it was a really good joke. I think that's the only. But it, this isn't a movie with absurd humor. So why is that joke in this movie? Do you, I, do you it, think, do you think it, they ever reference it again? No, I'm sure they won't because they didn't in this movie. Like if they carried on the reference in this movie, it could maybe mean something, but I, I bet it was a one-off thing. I, it honestly, it freezes up my brain. It, it just makes me, <laughs> I stall out with the possibilities. Did this happen in the, like in the sound studio where they were translating it? And someone was like, Hey, let me try something funny. And they did it and it made it into the movie. Was it in writing where it was like, and now she does an American accent because of reasons? <laughs> like, mm-hmm. where did this joke start and how did it make it into the final movie without someone cutting it first? I I want that story. I want a documentary. I want a Netflix on eight hour. That. Yeah. On <laughs> how, how we did made, this happen? How we made Mako Southern. I I I'm so like wrapped up in this idea that none of the rest of the movie matters. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, That's funny. But okay. So what happens after she has her weird Southern accent moment? She suggests that maybe she should die um, because maybe, maybe Jenna. Yeah. Maybe <laughs> Jenna should die. Speaking as someone from Virginia. Yeah. Uh, she suggests that maybe Jenna wasn't saying Mekuman shouldn't exist, but that Meku shouldn't exist, which just comes from nowhere other than Meku's own, uh, Mako's own uh, insecurity. Like, there's nowhere else that that thought process comes from, and that's fine for a character to have those weird sort of human insecurities. But <laughs> when she confesses that feeling to Ty, he just says, "Shut up!" <laughs> <laughs> screams at her, and then he's like, "Sorry, I was a jerk, but you know you're wrong, right?" And walks away. Doesn't offer any human comfort in that moment which is thematic with digimon i've gotta admit all these characters are so emotionally stunted it's like it's it's really like if it wasn't like this happy go well happy-ish go lucky like very like you know uh uh good versus evil heroic traditional cartoon schlock like the idea of like this this teenage girl grappling with like suicidal ideation and then one of her uh, uh, supposedly friends responds with just shut up just shut up yeah like like there's something darkly traumatic about all that that they just this 
they they can't possibly like they 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 play off in the worst possible way. Yeah, it's so strange, but it is, and I, I don't know if it's like a cultural, like kind of element where they're like, well, you know, in our culture we tell people to get over their problems, or if it's just outright bad writing. But it, it feels like it should be addressed in the translation if you're going to try to sell this product to another culture because it's so strange. Everything with uh, the Joe character and them being just like, get over your issues. And he does. Every fight comes down to, well, what if our Digimon were just stronger instead of better? Like, what if mm-hmm. they just got tougher uh, and then they won the fight? And, and they then- do that again early in this movie. So, like, before they get, you know, shitted out of the digital world. They there's like an exchange between I think it's Kari and Mako, and Kari's just like, "Don't worry, Makoman, Makuman will come back to you," and it's like, "Yeah, based yeah. off what? What evidence do we have? She's yeah. literally the Antichrist." Stop being worried about things. It's that easy. The fundamental <laughs> yeah. issue is with the writers because what they are doing is just writing from point A to point B. They don't think about what the journey in between is. Because everything from the progression of a fight to the progression of a character arc is flat until they decide it's changed suddenly. And they yeah. tell you that it's changed with a character who is telling you, no, yeah, you're over now. now, or no, you can win now, or whatever. The yeah. concept of show, don't tell, does not exist within the universe of Digimon. I think the only evidence we ever got of that was something with like uh, uh, <laughs> Ty's, Ty's PTSD with that broken cell phone on the ground. Yeah, which they reference again in this movie. Oh, did uh, not, they? I, not I didn't not by that. visual. They just talk about oh, it. Okay. They say, "Remember Odaba uh, or Daiba? <laughs> Odaiba? Um, you mean Quagamon? Well, they, they, they're talking about the place. Like, oh, oh, oh. They, okay, okay. Ties like uh, at one point they. <laughs> I'm jumping ahead, and I, I shouldn't do that. Uh, but at one point, when they're about to have a big fight, um, Ty's like, "No, we can't fight here. Don't you remember Odaiba?" And he's still held back by that like fear that someone's going to get hurt. But no one got hurt in Odaiba. <laughs> like everybody was fine. No uh, one dies. No one yeah. dies. Like there is. Uh, I mean, like if we want to talk about what happens next, like Mekuman blows up a power plant. Yeah. And like there's seemingly no casualties from that. There's like a threat of like uh, this weird. <laughs> fucking, there's a news report. And he's like, coming to you live from this geothermal power plant. It's, you know, it, it's blown up once. And if there's a second, if a second power, you know, thing explodes, then it could uh, self-destruct the entire building. And then it'll set off an earthquake, which will then set off a volcano, which will then. It's like, <laughs> what? Yeah. What? Like this weird which is cascading of apocalyptic events. At that point, Izzy's like, game over. Game over for the entire world. That's not very <laughs> prodigious. Yeah. I feel like we don't reference prodigious enough, which is just Izzy's just go-to phrase. Yeah. And he says it at a really weird fucking time in this movie, too. There's like yeah. some terrible, like, cataclysmic attack that leaves a crater in the ground. And he was like, that was very prodigious. <laughs> he like almost whispered to him. He's like, prodigious. Yeah. If he sounded horrified while he said it, it would be better. It's still That's weird. what I got. But yeah, maybe. Okay. Um, um, yeah, I do think, yeah, setting up the stakes is weird because they do set up those stakes that the world could literally be destroyed by this chain of events. And then Ty's like forced leadership role is so strange because he clearly shouldn't be a leader. And I, I feel like that's what the writers want you to get from it. He just is a default leader. But he's like, we shouldn't do anything because we'll just make it worse. 
mm-hmm. without saying those words. I mean, he says River sure. Odaiba, um, but like he leads by inaction. Yeah, it's the worst kind of leadership. Um, he doesn't create solutions. He's just like, hold on, let's not make it worse. And and I mean, I guess that's <laughs> there. There are worse things than that, but. Uh, well, in, in the, the context of a show, though, when you want something to be interesting, yeah, you want your characters yeah. to take initiative. You don't want your characters to react to everything because exactly. reactivity is not really a likable trait. It doesn't endear you. It's harder to connect to reactive characters. That's why villains are so often villains are often preferred over heroes because they're proactive. And this villain is proactive, but I don't know what the fuck he's doing. So, <laughs> um, so now we get all right. So they they got arrested. They spent 10 minutes in the clink. They get like interrogated by the cops. <laughs> I do want to like, bring up yeah, that moment because the, the cops are like, don't you know whole cities over the entire world are being destroyed by Digimon when they're like trying to defend how they love Digimon. And and in the most fucking dark, like emotionless, emotionless way, Izzy says, be more specific. he's like well which cities (laughs) yeah (laughs) it's like a donald trump response almost yeah Yeah. maybe it's those shithole countries we don't care about the blue cities (laughs) yeah (laughs) it's so fucking Uh, weird (laughs) it is (laughs) it is actually one of the best moments of the movie so they also, of course, the police also have to be digi racist mm-hmm. because they they say <laughs> something the effect of like oh, only humans can be friends. Yeah, it's yeah. He's like, there are friends. Friends are humans. <laughs> it's so like, it's like it's blunt okay. and direct. Yeah, there is an interesting idea in there of like these people who are like the the defenders of the world from digital threats being like outcasts in their own society. Yes, because totally of the negative association yeah. with Digimon, but they will never ever ever be competent enough to tell that kind of story. Mm-mm um but it's it's interesting it's it's why things like the witcher are so interesting because it's like oh this guy like clean shit up but everyone hates him yeah um all right so nishijima comes bails him out did you just grow up grow up together they Gropa. catch up on they grow up the did you group up they uh they reconvene i think back at school they just they, their new base of operations is Nish- nishijima's classroom yeah. and they just they Which go on he YouTube. still has, even though yeah. his only reason for being a teacher was to keep an <laughs> right. eye on them. And also, there's been like no evidence of him teaching at all. No. So it's like, where, like, how do you still have a job? It seems yeah. like he's a full time government agent, if I had to guess. Right. Yeah. So why does he have the classroom access still? It's a bad cover. There is actually a spinoff show about this FBI agent, but he's just in the classroom. It's just a show about him in the classroom. That's all it is. Technically, in the real world, why don't we call teachers full-time government agents? Because isn't that what they do? They work for the government, public school teachers. I mean, we got to give a guns first and then uh, we'll be... we're working on that. We're working yeah, on we're that. close to fight off the bears. Uh, they, um, uh, 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 so they, so they go on YouTube and they catch up on the news, tune to Alex Jones, see what these Digimon oh, are doing. No. <laughs> and they, uh, so they see all the havoc. They all the turn Digimon the freaking Agamon's gay. <laughs> <laughs> put poison in, in the digi treats what i'm hungry <laughs> um 
And so uh, Nishijima, in like the most, in comparison, the most rational thing he has done in this entire series of movies, he's like, you guys can't go home. There's yeah. paparazzi. So now they do know about the Digidestin, apparently, because now all the, there's like news vans outside of all their houses and they're trying to get like exclusive footage or whatever. So Nishijima is like, no, we're staying here. We're staying in school. We're going to sleep in the school. Um, so they uh, spend the night. One more one more comment about the unnecessary way that they tell stories is they have this prolonged conversation here about sleeping in a hotel instead of the school and yeah. how they want to stay together. And it's like, no, no one needs this. This isn't adding like you could just say we're staying together and cut forward. Like it's not adding a lot of character development for them to choose not to stay in a hotel, but they do. They fill five minutes on that conversation. But there's also not a lot of like, it's not like they're pushing back on Nishijima. They're just like, no, we're going to stay. And then Nishijima's like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. He's not like you all, it will be better in the hotel for X reason. He's just like, oh yeah. All right fine you guys put up a minor uh struggle against my idea so the the weak-willed person i am i am not going to continue (laughs) this thread anymore yeah um yeah so they tell scary stories uh this is also when uh mako gets discovered she's a southerner Mm -hmm. those goddamn southerners um and so and that's when ty shouts at her Ty then apologizes for shouting at her and leaves. And then Agumon shows it because all the Digimon are watching this exchange, like in the courtyard between Mako and Ty. And all the Digimon are like, oh, so much. One of us should go down there and like try to patch things up. And then cut to Agumon being down there, like, hey, Mako, you got any food? Or like, oh, fuck. We, why'd we send, why'd yeah. we send him? <laughs> yeah. Uh, which is a pretty good little bit that I like. Um, and then they all wake up. And at this point, the movie looks at its watch and goes, oh, my, look at the time. We need to get to the final confrontation. Yes. And spawns Mekuman into the, the next to the school. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that so. unfolds a series of events that I think all of us are a little shaky on. Yeah. I think I get the general gist, but let's go. I'm not let's 100% go sure about the motivations of everyone involved. Yeah. Let's hit it. Let's hit it. Piece by piece. So what happens so, first? Makoman has been fucking shit up, and that's been going on, but it's kind of the inciting incident. But now we know where he is. So homeostasis sends a ancient, bad, nasty, paladin, Digimon kind of dude, a white knight. So he comes out. He comes and beats up Makoman. And so now mm-hmm. Makoman and... Uh, I want to check that's alphamon right alphamon yeah yes. that's right okay yes so now yes. alphamon and mikomon no 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 no. he sends no no no. he sends jessmon jessmon's the white one alphamon's the bad okay. one the black one. Oh, okay 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 so jessica mon and mikomon <laughs> are fighting there's some interesting dialogue that happens here with the kids where they're like should we help or should we let mikomon yeah. die would that be the best thing? And that's kind of interesting. Even weirder in that moment is they're also like, we can't send our Digimon. They'll get infected. And then within two seconds of saying that, they go, eh, all right, let's do it. And they <laughs> send their Digimon anyway. They decide like, that yeah. Makoman is Mako's partner and you got to stand by them no matter what. Yeah, uh, I guess. Because otherwise, all of our uh, uh, southern poor, values. Uh, yeah. 
direction. All yes. of our southern <laughs> valleys are in question. That and our, all of our promises that make Uman will come back to you if you just wait long enough will seem like empty promises if we don't do something right here and now. But things get wilder because, <laughs> as we discussed... <laughs> <laughs> no one, no one can can see what you just did with this weird, but, but like, I appreciate full it. body, full body sass, finger waggle about how things get wilder, and only we had that. I think it's Alphamon shows up, but things get funky. Uh, I mean, before they do that, they go they go back into the the yeah. digital. Yeah. World. Okay, okay, I that think. happens. That so happens. Is it is it Jess with a J or Chess like C H E S S? No, Jess with a J, like Jester. Okay, Mon, but Jess Mon. I get no vibes of a Jester out of that. No, I know. I, I, I yeah, I don't think it's a Jester. I'm just saying, like okay, okay, like the first three letters of Jester. I wonder why it got its name, but Jessica. Yeah, so I, I, one thing they did do, which was like very welcome, is that they digivolved to their mega evolutions in split All at once. screen. All at once. Oh my Thank god. Christ. Please do that in the next movie as well. Do not waste time with Digimon Digivolution sequences. Just they do also they still had uh, two in this, yeah. which is but it's be- fucking but it's better stupid. than eighty. Yes, yeah. They uh, also do a thing when they do the split screen, they all hold up their digivices. All the Gen 1 Digi-Destined all have the same Digivice, and I think there's, like, TK's Digivice is in there, and it's, like, this weird... It almost looks like a knockoff, like... Yeah, it's, like, a brownish color. Yeah, it's, kind of like, a yeah, tan. Yeah, it's, like, oh, we all have the Hasbro toy. You have, like, the Walmart-branded mm-hmm. b- toy. My mom said the Mad Cats controller <laughs> is just as good. <laughs> <laughs> I got the Game Gear for Christmas. That's the one everyone else has, right? Yeah. Guys? Everyone's playing Pokemon and looks over at him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this Portis Sonic One is really good, guys. I mean, that's there's the metaphor, right? It is fully everyone else has Pokemon and he's got Digimon. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so they go um, to the digital world, and now it's yeah, a three-way fight. Kind of, it's a three-way fight that the Digi Death Star supporting Makomon. Yes. Yeah. And it goes on for a while, and I know where it goes to, but I don't know anything else of a consequence that precedes this. Well, a really cool visual, I think, is that the sky cracks open like glass, and that's when oh, that's that's Alpha- way that's way at the no that's way that's way later. I think that's way think, at the end. I'm thinking about Alphamon comes out. Does he come through the cracked glass? I thought that yeah. happens like way at the end. It's a big swirly portal, is what you're thinking of for later at the end. It's it's cracked glass for Alphamon. He like shatters it and then drops through. This okay. matters. Okay. I'll say yes. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm not gonna fight it. There's, so some weird shit that happens. So like there's all this fighting happen, and then all the Digidestin are fucking talking while this has happened. Nishijima is also there, and this fucking exchange. So homeostasis repossesses Kari, and then uses her as a a vessel to communicate with the Digidestin to stop they're like interfering right so it's mm-hmm. like we're the the seemingly good guy the force of good is frustrated at the protagonists for for mucking things up it's like we're here to kill mekuman she's going to be the end of all things we have to do it also when they were in the physical world and they first started their fight uh mekuman started like deleting just physical objects from the scenery so it was like digital effects and they would start slowly getting erased and like eaten away um 
and then they uh, uh, so homeostasis is telling the digidestin to back off. There's then a cut inside Kari's mind, and it's Kari herself talking to herself, but as a possessed homeostasis. So it's regular Kari, and then Kari with rainbow eyes representing homeostasis, and then like hanging above this chamber <laughs> that they're like having this exchange inside of her mind palace is Janai standing upside down like a vampire yeah (laughs) like whispering to himself he's like ha 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 and i didn't know what that meant i don't know if that meant i don't know also has control over kari somehow or janai is actually has been pretending to be homeostasis this entire time and possesses kari like he was the actual person that possessed kari at at the in the i don't think that's the case but that's an interesting angle because i don't understand janai's motivation at all or that janai and homeostasis are the same person and they're just playing he's playing both sides i i could see why you would think that i don't think that's the case because homeostasis wants to kill that's too that's too advanced for this film i agree well not only that but homeostasis wants to kill mekumon because mekumon threatens existence right mekumon's whole deal is that it could destroy everything which is what Janai expresses that he wants. He wants specifically Meikumon to destroy the real world because uh, the real world and the digital world should have never like interacted. So I, I don't know why he has that motivation. It doesn't make sense to me, but I don't think he is homeostasis or is manipulating homeostasis in any way other than that homeostasis is forced to react to his, you know, his me- messing with Mekumon. It's something they make unclear. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> like, it is super hard to follow. They just they aren't good at communicating even a simple plot in these movies. Um, so It's not like they're keeping it intentionally obtuse right now that they're going to clarify later. And you're going to be like, oh, my God, I didn't see that coming. It could be just like just like Mako's accent. It's something they set up and then never, never address again. So there's all this fighting happening. So they're like in like a desert right now. They're like in the Badlands in the digital world and like Mekumon and then all the Digidestins Digimon as well as Jessmon as well as Alphamon are just all fighting like atop this bluff, like flying and doing all this bullshit. And we're getting all these exchanges, uh, which I paid attention to none of because I was like super checked out of the movie by this point. I, I, mean, have, I, got the- I have one written in my notes, which is... okay. One of the Digidestined, I don't know who, shouts, look out, Alphamon is about to blast you both, yelling at, I think, what's the, the name of Omnimon when Matt and, and yeah, uh, yeah. yeah, so it's Omnimon, yeah, Omnimon and Mekumon are like tangled in, you know, like a uh, fight with someone, uh, I guess with Alpha. no, not with Alphamon, tangled in a fight with uh, Jessmon and uh, Alphamon is lining up like a charged attack. <laughs> and as soon as he like finishes the line he's about to blast you both uh an explosion goes off that hits every single digimon regardless of where they are yeah and he just goes oh he blasted everybody <laughs> <laughs> it's That's... like a flat cannon if you've ever seen yeah. that effect where it's like just like yeah. explosions across the sky um which knocks out basically most of the digimon combatants leaving yeah. only a few left so all of the others revert to their little bean forms and they fall, and all the Digidestin have to run up and catch them. Um, and so now we, we have at least reduced the action down to, I think it's just the four combatants, if I'm not I mistaken. I think it's Mekumon, Omnimon, 
Jessmon Alphamon? Yeah, I think that's it. Okay. All right. Uh, God, I'm so looking forward to Pokemon again, you guys, where all these <laughs> creatures yeah. have unique names. Yeah. Uh, and there's also, at some point, Mako just says, just kill her. Just kill, just kill Makumon. Like, yeah. she's like kind of giving up. She's like, fuck it. I don't care. It's it's appropriate. It's probably a smart choice. It's they well, yeah. I mean, it. it's a reasonable path to follow, even if it's not like what you want your heroes to do. But it's so defeated, and and like, right. I don't feel like she tried before she got to that defeat. I feel like she gave up right away. But she also uh, always slumps into it. Like it's like this weird. Like she'll be depressed, and then the other Digidestin will pick her up, and she'll be like, "I'm fine now." And then she'll like get one moment of sadness yeah. and be like. Oh yeah, like she clearly it needs the, the well. If we cared about this character, we would want her <laughs> to get the appropriate help from a yeah. from a professional, and honestly, remove her from all this digidestined bullshit. Because yeah, it's not good for her. It's mental not health. healthy That's... for her. Yeah, this is too high stress for someone with those kinds of anxiety issues. Like if she's going through a manic depressive episode. Like I mean, there's like as a character, there's something interesting that you could do with that. Um, yeah. Especially even within the context of everything that's going on. But yeah, like it seems it seems why because they're obviously not trying to like they're they're the seemingly seemingly giving what I'm seeing on the screen. It seems like the writers are just trying to write her as like the sad anime girl stereotype. Yes. Like this because the, somebody the sad, quiet shy likes anime that. girl. Right. Somebody likes a human who is a prop and not an actual person. Right, they just but they went too character. far with it, and so she is like just this very, just like, you know, emotionally affected person who mm-hmm. has just like seemingly gone through a lot in her life and like <laughs> doesn't know what to handle it. And her only, her only uh, emotional aids are uh, other teenagers who are not emotionally mature either and can't right. possibly help her with what she's going through. And her parents are useless; they aren't helping her get through this either. I, if anything, I you know maybe talking about this has made me feel a little more sorry for her as a character. Kill Mako. Why is she here? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so uh, yeah, they, she says to kill her, but she also at another point in the fight decides to run up through the group while Ty is arguing with Matt about a plan, and she's gonna just like charge in, and she says, "Take me." She wants the uh, she wants Alphamon to kill her. Instead of, uh, instead of Makumon, which what would that serve? Like that's yeah, Makumon's like, still like, out there, right? Right, yeah. exactly. You don't gain something by that, and yeah, so also worthy tie, sacrifice there. The tie mat bullshit is so frustrating because they it's want dumb. you to believe there's a rivalry between these two, but they yeah. never spell it out. So there is the moment in this fight as well uh, when that happens, and Matt runs up to stop her, and he's like. He like gets in Ty's face and he's like, my plans don't involve sacrificing one of our friends. And it's like, was that Ty's plan? Did Ty intend for Mako to go kill herself? And if so, that's fucking dark. That's that's yeah. why Ty was nagging her all along. Yeah, <laughs> that's why he told her to shut up. Just shut up. Go ahead and do it if you're going to keep talking about it. <laughs> oh, Oof. my God. I don't like oh, this. Oh, that's so dark. Uh, <laughs> just, what is but, the fucking point of any of this? Well, Makomon ends up saving Mako. So they're like, yes. oh no, Makomon still got some good inside. We got to save him. Even though she's tried to kill her multiple times and express that she didn't care, she really secretly does. 
everybody likes a bad boy or bad girl. The only <laughs> things that matter happen in the conclusion. Yes. And so things get a little funky and then some stuff happens. Uh, Makamon gets paralyzed and is about to get lasered real hard by Jessica Mon. And I mm-hmm. want to say it's uh, I want to say it's Kari or Carrie that comes up Kari, and yeah. is like and so she's saying something of relevance and also her little Beanmon is getting charged with dark energy. The dark energy is channeling in and then the laser beam misses Makomon, hits the ground and everything is blown up and then in the middle of all this stuff getting blown up, the Antichrist gets his final piece put together. Hell on Earth begins. That's the end of the what? movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So to clarify it a little bit more, what happens is they they all the Digidestin intermittently like got want to get closer to the battle, and then I think Mako runs towards the battle at some point, like gets close, and then Ty catches up to her, and then like Joe was saying, Kari gets repossessed by homeostasis. Yes gets paralyzed and then and this is where i think i think this is where the sky shattered i'm pretty sure the sky shatters for this digimon another new digimon shows up which is like some weird like dark angel looking thing with like huge wings and then uh, and Mako, tits and oh, <laughs> and kari it's a being portal pos- it's not the sky shattering Okay, well, I, I believe you. Um, <laughs> you uh, don't, though. You're just moving forward. <laughs> same thing. <laughs> this is how friendships are maintained, Nick. Yes. So Kari, uh, Kari, uh, like, and this is where I think, like, the weird, like, possession, like, the homeostasis, Dark Jedi, or, like, two sides of the same coin kind of thing, because she gets possessed with the rainbow eyes, but then she falls over, and then the dark energy, like, pulls out of her and pulls out of her her Digimon, and then shoots out. And like Joe said, it hits the beam, like hits the ground and like this entire plateau just kind of like splinters apart and like a big, big, like fissure forms and like uh, Mako starts falling in and then Ty like leaps in and saves her somehow. I forgot yeah. how physics and then, yeah, Nishijima <laughs> leaps in after them. And so Mako gets well, out. Okay. Matt and Mako are on one side and Ty is on the other. Yeah, and the ground on Ty's side begins to shatter, and he starts to run away. But the last thing we see of Ty is him and the what's the agent's name? Hishi Mishi Nishijima. Nishijima, and we see them diving for each other, and it's implied that they're dead. Oh. There's also a moment where where Omnimon could have Ty could have called on Omnimon to save him. But instead, he makes a like a gesture at Omnimon, and Omnimon dives to save Matt and Mako. Uh, pretty Got cool. It. Okay, uh, yeah, which it is was actually pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, and, uh, yeah. So, so Nishijima and and Tai, like Joe said, are seemingly dead. Um, this this uh, dark pool of energy that has risen out of Kari um, forces the weird dark angel Digimon that has appeared in Mekumon to fuse together. And then that forms into some weird giant demon angel with an even bigger wingspan, like a wingspan, like the size of like gigantic. So just large. like, like several city blocks seemingly. Yeah. yeah. Um, there then, is like here and there, there's some really intense, intense, horrific imagery, you know, like in end of the yeah. world, demonic, rapture imagery going on uh, and it's very dramatic but it's like the end of the movie so we're just seeing the beginning of the end basically but uh this antichrist 
thing does eventually slip back in through its portal. And we're left with the Digidestin kind of being like, ah, I don't understand shit. why that happens. Why it goes back why, to the what? portal. Why does the, the, the big angelic demon with like six eyes and a fully naked woman's body descend from the portal, spread out its wings, and then just go back up through the portal? It, gets, well, it, had, it had the it fuse gets, first. Yeah, because it, it was fuse. one. And it fused with Meikumon and became a different one, and then it went back. Well, the reason it went back is because there's another movie coming, and it yeah, needs to give yeah. the Digidestin time to figure out what's going on. So We need another hour of telling ghost stories and eating food. <laughs> that uh, we, we won't finish telling the ghost stories. We'll just like we'll tell right. the first two acts and then stop. Arguably, um, the last plot detail is that Matt puts on Ty's goggles, and he starts barking orders because he's very angry. But He is so pissed. But he's probably more effective leader than Ty ever was, so. He's like, I don't care about Ty. Fuck Ty. Ty fucked us. Fuck him. I'm yeah. fucking back. Fuck you. So that's what they're doing in the next movie. They're looking for Ty's corpse so they can bang it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? Uh, yeah. I, I do kind of like the idea of him picking up Ty's goggles and putting them on, like, around his neck. But I don't understand why he hates Ty. I, I will never understand the rivalry between them. I don't doesn't. I don't I don't understand it like uh uh narratively either, but the reaction at the end of this movie is so visceral that I was like, okay, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Like like okay, now you're really pissed off. Like now you sound like a human being where before you were just like, stop it. Stop it. Um whereas now it's like, no, this dude fucked us. We got to go clean up his fucking mess. Did he though? How did he How did Ty I don't Fuck know. I wasn't paying attention to the movie. It yeah, was really so that's hard the problem say. I have. He's really angry at Ty in that finale, but nothing Ty does impacted the battle. Well, the Digidestin the, the has only, so little like, agency in the entire story. Yeah, They're like, but yeah. if you remove them all from this battle and only had Kari here, and it would be I the guess, same battle. I guess Meku and Mekumon, right? Like they would have to be here. But it, yeah, it would be the exact same sequence of events. Ty did not impact the story in any way. He simply sacrificed himself for no reason. Like, and 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 not only and so I can understand being mad at someone sacrificing themselves. Like, because that that is a reason. That is a realistic reaction. Like, my friend removed themselves from this, and that's fucked up. Uh, like, I get that, but I don't get why Ty did it. I don't get what Ty thought Ty was even doing. Like, even if Ty made a mistake, I need to be communicated what that mistake is. And instead, he just he just fails. He just doesn't do anything. Well, the Very good bothersome. news is, is that he's still alive. He's coming back in the next movie because they wouldn't have I just know. killed off two characters. So they, don't yeah, worry, Nick, they don't, Your favorite character is coming so back. It's so stupid to even set that up. All because right, who are Davis you fooling? is coming back. I just want to give this movie two fake-out deaths out of ten. It's really... That's actually pretty accurate for... For this movie <laughs> i'm gonna give it one glass shattering sky alpha mon for sure locking it down i am right dylan's wrong <laughs> okay i'm gonna give it one lonely ty's mom dinner <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like something you could order at a restaurant uh, i'll have a lonely ty's mom dinner please <laughs> it's just like it's just so much food it's just like to fill the void in your heart two wine yeah. bottles it was also <laughs> it was also like all saran wraps too mm. 
Like she had wrapped it up. It's pretty sad. So you guys yeah. excited about the next one? <laughs> oh, I'm I, so <laughs> fucking excited from we, like a we're almost over. Yeah, that's that's real hype. Can we just say for Ty's mom's dinner, uh, the other fucked up thing that happened there that just makes Ty so unrelatable is they're having a phone call with Ty's mom about what's going on and he's like trying to keep it light with her. And so she's yeah. like, oh, it's so great that you're back together with your friends. And he's like, yeah, mom, everything's everything's cool. Great talking to you. And he hangs up and then his <laughs> sister's like, you hung up? <laughs> like, so that means the mom didn't have any concern for the sister to ask about her and the sister didn't even get to talk to her and Ty's like, yeah, you can call her back if you want and walks away. <laughs> to be fair i do think kari talked to her first and then handed the phone to ty oh maybe i missed that okay ah but sometimes what a waste of a thought then uh no but but i but that exchange is still that same emotional like beat because it's just like why would it say bye asshole yeah it's real weird how selfish ty is regardless and how he's Uh, seemingly the main character right in a movie like a yeah He's not like a main character. He's not like a selfish main character that like learns something from it. Yeah, but also like the movie doesn't know that like, hey, this guy is actually like would be like kind of a prick in real life. Like yeah. it's not like a, I don't know, a Malcolm from like Firefly, right? It's like, oh, piece of shit, dude, with like seemingly a heart of gold in the end. He's just like, no, you love him, right? Like, no, I don't know. Hey Dylan, why don't you take a look at that chat real quick there? Oh no, what'd you Pal. put? What'd you put here? Pal of mine. Oh look at that! There's a cracked glass guy with an uh, alpha mine. That's right. That's right. Today's internet points go out to Nick. He's yeah. the correct one. He got it right. I win. So everything Nick cares oh, about no! is finally rewarded. I <laughs> win. I win, and my victory is so very hollow. <laughs> <laughs> now you can sacrifice yourself in your Digimon for no reason. I would, I would, I would watch a game show of pedantic internet trivia. There, there is such a game show. It's called There's um, many. Actually. Well, oh, really? yeah, that's fair. Yeah, but uh, College Humor did a show called Um Actually, and it is just nerds correcting other nerds. This uh, podcast uh, is brought to you by College Humor. College <laughs> Humor. They're still going that's, somehow. <laughs> they yeah, paid that healthy, us nothing. That healthy media company. Yeah. All right. Uh, What's next week, Dylan? All right. Next week. We uh we have our final, our final. Did you? Oh, and now there's this other picture yep. Nick shared. Is the, the the other Digimon coming through the big the portal big, in the sky? Big swirly sky portal, not cracked at all. Just oh no! The the boobs on this are really weird. I just realized they, the whole thing of it is really weird. There's a butt shot that is so gratuitous. Like it's got like all of the shapes <laughs> that, that, <laughs> that exist that you Euclidean don't expect and non-Euclidean. Yeah, I mean it's a Digimon. It can have its boobs wherever it wants, but its boobs are in its armpits more than its chest. <laughs> Listen, some people have that body shape. Let's not Look, shame. Yeah. Let's not digi shame about, anyone. I don't, I don't want to talk about digi boobs anymore. Yeah, I'm, st- I'm, st- I'm still I'm still recovering from Joe saying breasticles. I, I that's actually so. that's. If only we were like pulling episode titles from our conversations, that would that would be the one. <laughs> digi shame. I don't I don't want to talk oh. about these digi boobs, digi breasts, oh, oh, whatever okay. it is. Anyways, let's move Anyways, on. Anyways, next time we'll be watching the final entry of the Digimon Adventure Tri Period series, Digimon Adventure Tri Period Part Six: Colon Future, 
which will oh be the goodness. penultimate episode of our Digimon Digithon. I can't wait until it's in our past. <laughs> yeah, which will leave only one movie left, Digimon Adventure colon Last Evolution Kizuna. What will the Digi future hold for us, gentlemen? Hopefully nothing. Suffering. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll see you next time. <laughs>